0: Are you truly committed to what you want? Or are you just enjoying that it is a possibility? (laughs) That's a quote by the founder of the Life Coach School, Brooke Castillo. Welcome to episode number 128. Today, Judy and I talk about life coaching. We talk about what a life coach is and what a life coach does and why you may want one. Whether you're a writer or not. Now, some people may be confused about the difference between a life coach and a therapist, and we get into that too. Welcome to the Overcoming Writer's Block podcast. I am your host, Lisa Hoffman. Has someone ever told you that you should write about an experience, but you're not sure if your writing is good enough? Do you have a story to tell, but are anxious about its success? Have you thought about writing a memoir, but worry about being judged or criticized? Are you interested in writing a book, but feel stuck and overwhelmed by the writing, editing, and publishing process? Well, I'm here for you. Every week on this podcast, I'll be answering your questions, sharing my stories, and offering tips on how you can overcome writer's block. Sometimes my fellow sidetrack sister, Judy Goodson, will join me to offer advice. Other times, I'll interview interesting and creative people to inspire you on your journey. So here we go. Hey, Judy.
1: Lisa, so good to see you.
0: You too. I'm doing well. Thank you. Welcome Uh, to the um, fresh, new, and updated podcast.
1: I know. Isn't it exciting? Yes, it is. Yeah, I think excited. we really identified something that has been important in our evolution. So I'm all set to go.
0: Great. You know, I think what's, um, what's significant for us is that we are always open for a new challenge. And mm-hmm. we're always looking at what we're doing, not as... Uh, this isn't working or this isn't working to the level we wanted it to but mm-hmm. always looking at how we can continue to improve and grow and develop
1: absolutely i think that's so true and you know we don't do this for us we do this for our listeners and our mm-hmm. our participants so if we identify something that we think could be done in a better way we mm-hmm. want to go there
0: and i think we're doing that with today's episode of the new overcoming writers block Podcast. Overcoming
1: writer's block.
0: Yeah. Let's see. Overcoming writer's block. OWB. OWB. Yes. That's exactly what I put down the file on my computer. Yes. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so today with our with our um episode, um, I would like to talk about um kind of a side light to overcoming writer's block. Uh-huh. And this is why you might want to have a life coach um, to help you with your writer's block. And I thought that would be a really good place to start since wah, since I we just happen to have
1: one sitting right here. We
0: just happen to have one. Wah,
1: wah. And I and I have a writer's coach or, or a life coach. And you know, I, I almost said writer's coach, and I do not feel that a writer's coach for me is what I'm interested in because Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I can write. I feel compelled to write all of that. I'm not looking for punctuation. I'm not looking for somebody to rewrite my, my tense um, or, you know, make that correct. What I'm looking for is for a life coach to help me look at myself, my time, my interest and figure out the best way to take advantage of that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what my life coach does. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. My
1: life coach just happens to be you. (laughs) I'm happy to say this is this is this girl is everything to me. Mm -hmm. Quite literally.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and I think life coaching, you're talking about a life life coach. So I help you. I coach you once a week on Mm -hmm. your life. Because Mm -hmm. Um, A coach is not a therapist, right? right? That's one important distinction I want to make. A life coach is really looking at where you are now, looking at where you want to be and helping you bridge the gap between those two things.
1: It's really a new set of eyes. Mm -hmm. I think what happens in the coaching that, that I've had is that a life coach, no, they can see things that we don't see, that we're too close to. We can't see the forest for the trees. And mm-hmm. the life coach, I think, often can say, well, let me ask this question. You know, you don't say that, but you, you help bring out those those blockers. I mean, my blocker might not be a writer's block, but I might have other blocks, you know, mm-hmm. self-image blocks or, you know, things that need to be. Discussed, Mm -hmm. and what I love is, you never really give me. You don't tell me what to do. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I tell me what to do.
0: I hold the space for Mm -hmm. you to think and then verbalize what's in your heart, so that you are able to be in touch with where you are feeling led, instead of somebody you know dragging you in a direction that may or may not be for your higher good, for your best. Exactly. You know, I I think that
1: that's a really important distinction. I know it even happened when you and I worked together at the furniture store.
0: Hmm.
1: I would talk to somebody and they would want help with their decorating. Mm -hmm. And I never felt it was my job to decorate the way Mm -hmm. I wanted it decorated So I would always go into the home with just questions, you know, spatially, how did they want it to look and what style really felt comfortable to them and Mm -hmm. how did they utilize the room? And I wanted them to walk into the room and feel like, oh, this feels so good. It just feels like home, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. not, oh yeah, my decorator liked these colors or (laughs) thought this would be good. And I think that's a, a. situation that happens to people and turns them off
0: on coaching. Uh, And, and to bring, I'm sorry, I just interrupted you. That's all right. I was done. And I think that has great parallels to a life coach, helping Mm -hmm. someone with their goal of being a writer, because Mm -hmm. what I think uh, to kind of put a a cap on the kind of uh, life coaching that I do specifically with writers is that I help my clients decide what they wanna work on, uh-huh. okay? So we set some goals up and then we t- make a plan on how to make that goal happen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then in the course of meeting with a person, um, I talk with them about what they, what they what's blocking them, what problems are coming up, either in the process of writing, editing, publishing, or in something else that's totally in their life that's overwhelming their brain so that they can't work on their goal, okay? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the thoughts and feelings that are happening, mm-hmm. all with the idea that we want to use our brain for us instead of against us. Exactly. And
1: how often do people say, oh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I couldn't write. I couldn't, who, who do I think I am? You know, kind of thing. It, it's just interesting how people see themselves so differently than
0: how they really are. And how other, other people see them, how we mm-hmm. see them. We see potential. We see opportunity. We see, of course you can. Why not? Uh
1: Yeah. Now, if somebody says to me, I just don't want to. Oh, that's okay. okay. I mean, that's that's a whole different kettle of fish, you know. Um, And those people have every right to say that or feel that. But that's not the kind of people that would enjoy your type of life coaching either. Right. Well, maybe they would. Maybe it wouldn't lead them to writing, but it might help them with issues in their life.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, you know, and it's something that I really feel that people don't take as much advantage of as they should. You know, mm-hmm. in in our little burg of the world here in a, a small town in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. um, life coaching is not well known. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I want to get the word out. I mean, so many people, you know, leave coaching to children in little league and in piano lessons. Mm-hmm. And really, when you start looking at high achieving people, people that, that reach that, that, that set and reach big goals. Mm-hmm. It's amazing those people have coaches. Whether mm-hmm. you're looking at a professional violinist, whether you're looking at a well-known author, or someone who's um, an athlete at a professional level. Pro golfer.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. happen to know one that's not a, a tour pro, but he's a working pro. and mm-hmm. You have to have coaching because mm-hmm. you go through those periods where you just can't figure out why things aren't going the way you want them to. But someone looking with new eyes from the outside in can often see
0: the questions you need to clear up for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned a minute ago, you know, holding the space, having Mm -hmm. a time and a place where I as a coach am able to sit down with a client and go, okay, what's coming up for you, you know, and how are you, you know, Let's look at the goals and the steps that we had laid out. How are you coming with that? You are mm-hmm. you are reaching the goal. You aren't. Why not? And mm-hmm. I'm able to look at that really objectively. I'm able to look at that um, not with friend eyes who are going to mm-hmm. tell you what to do from my perspective, but I'm going to draw that out of you by it's asking like, um, questions that you may have never thought of. Mm -hmm. in a way that's just really filled with acceptance and curiosity. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that especially applies to people who would like to write, but feel in some way that they're not good enough, smart enough, they have no time. All those things, those excuses, those blocks they put up in the way, Mm -hmm. I think it's so helpful to have someone who can say, Okay. Let's, let's, let's think about that for a minute and then give them some questions to ask themselves. I mean, you have me tongue tied all the time because I have no reasons for some of the excuses I've been putting up for myself. But they
0: feel so solid and they feel so real
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: a, a coach is able to, I guess, like the wizard of Oz, you know, remove the curtain Mm-hmm. And show that the, the wizard is just
1: exposed. Just yeah, exactly. Yes. Right. Well, and you're objective. I think that's the thing. You're not subjective. You aren't doing all the what ifing, mm-hmm. but you're objective. You're talking about how those things can be looked at differently to help you overcome any negative drawbacks or thoughts that you
0: might be having. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, the, the thing that I think is also important is those, those, those things that are happening are happening in the here and now, and the things that are happening in the here and now are affecting your moving toward that future goal for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that is also something that's different between a life coach and a therapist. I think often therapists look to history, to what mm-hmm. you what happened in your childhood and adolescence or in your life in the past and how that affects your current behaviors and thoughts where mm-hmm. a coach looks at where you are right now and says, okay, here is where you are for whatever reason, let's see how we can move you forward in the direction you want to go.
1: Yeah, let's look at some of your behaviors and figure out if we can help you choose some other behaviors that might mm-hmm. help you, right? Mm-hmm. It's a little exactly. bit more of a behavior modification. It's well,
0: and it also, you know, it 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 has that that ability to focus on these specific things you might want to consider to move you towards your goal. Um, but once again, the thing that's gonna stop you from moving. Towards your goal is what's between your ears. You got that right. That is that's a huge statement. So and I think also something else interesting to bring up is that I am not a writing coach. Mm -hmm. I am not a coach who's going to say, here is how you develop characters. Mm -hmm. Here is a system or a plan to help you um, you know, have the story arc in your novel. Here is the way that you, here is the publisher you should work with, or Uh here is how to find a, um, an editor or all those, all those messy details that make putting your story out into the world. So overwhelming Uh instead, I'm able to sit down with you and work through the step process, step by step, working with what you want to work on in the manner you want to work to move you toward that goal without being overwhelmed. Exactly. And you know, I know that for example,
1: the the writing that we've done together in our sidetrack sisters group, mm-hmm. that writing mm-hmm. will will never be a New York best New York Times, Times bestseller. bestseller. Because it's quite personal. And yeah. it's really you know, unless we became famous which should be so much fun, um,
0: nobody's going to care, you know, except us. And so, the- well, you know, what's interesting, I am currently reading Stephen King's On Writing. I'm rereading it. And what I find so fascinating is like the first quarter of the book are his memoir writings are his legacy really? writings, just like we do, where he literally sits down and he just throws out stories from when he was a child. Wow. Was like, who the funk? So who there is I mean, yeah. even people that have written hundreds, dozens of books and it was a very well-known um, and skilled writer, understands the importance of writing stories from your own life. And how think, interesting that is.
1: I think it is because mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. One, people really enjoy reading mm-hmm. books that are written by people they know.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the only way
1: they get to know them is if they have read a, a life writing or a memoir or a storytelling or something of that nature. And so I think it, it actually it's it's also a brave writing because it's letting people in, you yeah. know it's letting them know who you are. and I think people appreciate that, you know. um I like to
0: know people's stories, don't you? I love it. I yeah. love it. It makes those um people that maybe we don't have actual physical contact with it makes access them to. to yeah, yeah, we exactly. don't have access. Yes, Right. Exactly.
1: And and we don't really want to have access. I mean, I had this happen one time in an elevator in Lake Tahoe. I was going up in an elevator and oh my gosh, that was Paul Newman I was going up in that elevator with. <laughs> and I couldn't think of a darn thing to say to him that I thought was momentous. So, you know, I just basically said he had a, a beer can in his hand with a paper bag around it. And I said, <laughs> I said, is that Budweiser? Because <laughs> that's who he advertised for. And he said, no, that's why I've got the paper back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that was my big claim to fame, my famous moment. But, you know, you don't have access. And quite frankly, I don't want to start. I, I don't really want a relationship with that person. They're in a whole different ballpark
0: than I am. So, you know, I'm just being silly. But well, it's just the reason the, the reason you knew him, because he's famous. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't know or you he doesn't have a relationship with you either. So you're not. Yeah. It, it's kind of creepy, you know, all the you know, being famous and exactly. people having that kind of, um, you know, in an elevator. Yeah, probably he just wanted to just go up the elevator with his can of beer in <laughs> anonymity.
1: Probably. And he laughed a little bit, which was that was fine. So anyway, but it's a case of I I hadn't read that book by Stephen King. And I'm kind of looking and saying, mm-hmm. hey, Lisa, when you're done with that, I'd love to borrow it because mm-hmm. it would be really fun to read. What's the rest of the book on? Is it tips about writing?
0: Yes. Yes. um, Yeah. And, and I've actually used tips of his in talking to people about writing. And one of the ones that I know he 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 talks about is. Um, the word said, you know, in schools, we do all kinds of mind mapping about making your writing interesting. And one of the things we do as teachers is we write about all the different words you can use instead of the word said. And he Uh. has a huge philosophical problem with that because if you're writing, the last thing you want to do is use 20 different words for the word said in your essay. You want to say that they said this unless they whispered it. OK, but they're not going. I mean, all the nuances of the word. Suddenly the reader is going, you know, it, it, being jerked around by the word said. And the word said is not important enough. It's like the word the um, it's a placeholder. It tells what's happening. It's not supposed mm-hmm. to call attention to itself. Mm-hmm. And that's um, something that I got from his book. Stephen that's King's memoir on the craft on writing. Huh, mm-hmm. That would be a lovely Christmas gift sometime <laughs> for somebody, for somebody,
1: yeah, <laughs> somebody I know very well. anyway, that's that's really interesting. And that someone of his writing stature obviously felt the need to let some people in on who he was and mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit of why he was.
0: yeah, yeah, um, he actually gave credit to Amy Tan um the author of the joy luck club um he is part of a group of musicians and in his music group of that is comprised of authors and writers most of them extremely famous and well known um he in a conversation with amy tan he wanted to know what question are you never asked about in interviews mm-hmm. and she said the language and that's what his book is based on. These are the questions and the things that he wanted to share that nobody ever asks him about. Oh, fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It sounds like his, he's got such a, a wonderful, active, curious mind that it just sounds like like yeah. a good choice for him.
0: So, um, yeah, he probably doesn't need a writing coach. He does not. He is not blocked. He does not have writers block. Yeah. Um, you know, as I'm reading this, I'll have to, to see if he ever did have writer's block
1: mm-hmm. or why
0: he, why, what he attributes to not having writer's block. That would be absolutely fascinating. So it would, and it that would. kind of brings me to the thing that I wanted to ta- touch base with you about, um, you know, what to expect here on out with this podcast. So we now um, in the past, we've talked with the Sidetrack sisters and about our writing. I've interviewed um, creative people, people who are memoirists, Mm-hmm. Visual artists, storytellers, entrepreneurs. Um, for the last um uh, many months of 2023, you and I have mostly been um conversing with one another and talking about um the tips and tricks of of writing and the thoughts mm-hmm. we have about getting down our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And now, going forward with this on um overcoming writer's block, I guess the the direction is we're going to continue to interview writers, but I'm going to open mm-hmm. that up some more. We're going to be interviewing memoirists like we have in the past, but I'm also going to get into some, some poets, some fiction writers, um, you know, different kinds of writers and see Mm. what, what kind of juiciness they can bring to the conversation. Absolutely. Hoping that we can do that several times a month. And then Mm -hmm. I want to get together with you still and have our conversations. So I'm thinking right now that we, I would like to have one to two um, episodes a week. And at least half of them, I mean, if we do two episodes, we could do, you know, one with an interview and one between the two of us. Or Mm -hmm. if we just stick with one episode a week, it might be more like three interviews and then one with us. So we'll have to see how it plays. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we'll just kind of play it by ear, you know, kind of try to have a a mix where it's somewhere between 25% and 50% you and me.
1: Well, and I think if something comes up where a person that you've really been dying to interview, mm-hmm. you know, comes in, go for it. You know, we need to do that. <laughs> we need to expose our people to those fascinating uh, uh, interviews so that they can
0: they well, can use exactly. That their- I really want people, I want to highlight people who will be inspirational
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: you know, give some words of wisdom to people who, for whatever reason, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, aren't able to get their thoughts down the paper, or are, are struggling with the process because it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. That's have to exactly be right. Doesn't have to
1: be that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I think giving tips and ideas, and and you know, I, yeah, I I think that I think we're going the right direction. Let me yep. put it that
0: way. Exactly. Um, so I guess I just want to wrap things up here and um, and give you the. Um, some words that I questions I came up with the kind of people that I think would be interested in this podcast. Um, If someone's told you that you should write about an experience, but you're not sure your writing is good enough. Mm -hmm. If you have a story to tell, but you're anxious about whether it will be successful or not. Mm -hmm. If you thought about writing a memoir, but worried what others will think. Mm -hmm. Um, and as I said before, if you're, you're interested in writing maybe a a book or something, but feel stuck or overwhelmed by the, that, that it feels just so enormous that the writing, the editing, the publish. Mm -hmm. What if it was easy? What if, Mm
1: -hmm. tell you what, I think that's a great question to leave it on. (laughs) We'll explore all the what-ifs, right? Okay.
0: Sounds like a plan. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Judy. Love you. Thank
1: you. Love you, too. Look forward to next time. time. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Okay, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to come over to Sidetrack Sisters and join our membership. It's a year-long program that gives you writing topics and encouragement for your own legacy project. We will provide guidance and support as you record your thoughts and stories over the course of 52 weeks. Then, at the end of the year, we will publish your writing in a beautiful keepsake book. So, join us at sidetracksisters.com. We'd love to inspire you to look at your own life tap into your memories find the wisdom and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones until next time take care